With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now, driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Unfiltered podcast. I'm Menes. I'm joined by Paul. This is our review of the Australia v Sri Lanka T20 World Cup match. And, Paul, did Marcus Stoinis save the day? G'day, Menes. G'day, everyone. I should preface everything by saying it is 1.34 in the morning here in Sydney. So if we say anything that sounds stupid, then please give us some grace. Um, <laughs> What's our excuse the rest of the time? <laughs> Good point. Um, I think, obviously, he played a fabulous innings. I wouldn't say that he necessarily saved the day because when he came out to bat, I think Australia was still favourites. But he very quickly took a situation that was very dicey and put it to bed in no time. I mean, he had a 50-run partnership with Aaron Finch and he scored 47 of them. That's scarcely believable. Yeah, incredible. Stoinis finishing 59, no doubt, of 18 deliveries with six sixes, racing to 50 off 17 deliveries in uh, a decisive performance while Finch laboured at the other end. But, well, I guess we should go back to the beginning of the game. Uh, a forced change uh, for Australia, Adam Zampa, uh, not ruled out from COVID, but left out due to him contracting uh, COVID and Ashton Agar coming in. Yeah, I think that's the sensible thing to do. Um, and it was actually good to see Ashton Agar getting a game. I think that he's someone that Australia probably didn't expect to play in this tournament. And I think that's not necessarily the right thing. I, I think he's a good player. And certainly on some of the pitches that are more conducive to spin, they should actually consider playing both 
Zampa and Agar, which I don't think they're going to do. He bowled quite serviceably on a, a pitch where a lot of the other spinners got hammered. Yeah, he finished with one for 25 from his four overs. Um, and four Sri Lankan Nisanka came in. Um, just on Adam Zampa, the, the other night after the, the World Cup game at the Sydney Cricket Ground, he was the Australian player that did the kind of mix zone where all the journalists got to talk to him. And I got to, well, you heard me speaking to him on the match review. I was quite close to him. So, yeah, I'll have to monitor uh, my health for the next few days. Well, I'm sure you're wearing a mask, so it shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, all good. Um, so Aaron Finch won the toss and elected to bowl. And it was a pretty um, scratchy performance for Sri Lanka early. They were one for 36 off six overs. What did you make of, I guess, Australia's early bowling? Yeah, it was good. Uh, and it was always going to be. I felt it was pretty hard on Sri Lanka to be drawn to play Australia in Perth. And they were always, I think, going to find it difficult in those opening overs with such a tall, classy pace attack. And I, I thought that Sri Lanka did reasonably well to not lose, um, you know, to not lose the game in those early overs and to, to give themselves a, at least a chance of putting up a competitive score. And I think Australia, although those early overs were, were good, uh, I think Australia would have been banking on taking a few more wickets because I think that the, the, the intention was to try to roll them and then chase the runs down in no time and erase the damage done by New Zealand the other night. Yeah, yeah. Um... There was some comments on Twitter that Australia looked a little bit flat or a little bit nervous in that first sort of 10 overs. Um, what did you think? Oh, I didn't detect that, but um, uh, I'm not always the most observant of people. I thought the Australians bowled pretty well. But um, no, yeah, um, I think it was a reasonably good bowling performance. Um, and, um, you know... Um, you can tell it's almost two in the morning. I'm struggling for words. <laughs> well, so Sri Lanka finished the first 10 overs, one for 63, but then they finished with a bit of a, a bang, uh, finishing um, six for 157, scoring 20 runs off the last over, which was bowled by Pat Cummins. So they, they had a good last 10 overs, scoring 97 runs, and that got them to a competitive total of, uh, six for 157, as I said. Mitchell Stark, one for 23. Agar, one for 25. Hazelwood, one for 26. But Cummins, one for 36. As I said, um, leaked 20 runs in that last over. But, yeah, there were sort of fits and starts from the Sri Lankans. There were some good overs in there. Um, Asalanka hit 38 off 38 not out of 25. And Karuna Ratna, 14 not out of 7 to get that score to 157. What did you think of that total? I thought it was below par. And I thought Australia um, should be able to chase it down reasonably easily. And um, I think that although Sri Lanka could be well pleased with getting a total that was at least something to bowl at, those early overs where they struggled uh, did count against them. And the Australian fielding, by and large, was excellent as well. And I think that was a bit of a, uh, a difference between the two sides. We have spoken about it before that I'm not sure that Pat Cummins is a certain starter in our T20 side. Uh, maybe in Perth he is, but if I'm being honest, if Australia was playing at Adelaide or Sydney, then I might be saying I'd, I'd rather um, someone else in there rather than Pat Cummins, uh, whether that be Ashton Agar or if I had my way, Nathan Ellis is not in the squad. Yeah, um, there was some figures um, on Twitter that 
showed that uh, from Crick Tracker, that's uh, who um, provided the, the figures that uh, Pat Cummins is leaking um, 13 runs per over plus in the death overs. So I'm not sure he's a death bowler in T20 cricket. Probably not. Um, and it's just, you know, it is a very different game to, to, to test cricket and even one day cricket. His test record, as we described before, is almost second to none. But as a T20 bowler, I just feel as an Australian fan that I expect there's every chance that he's going to get collared. He's, he's still good, but I'm just not sure if he's in the, in the top 11. Yeah, and I didn't think Australia's fielding was perfect. Um, Pat Cummins dropped a catch. And I don't know if you remember, Paul, but in the last over, Aaron Finch dived at a ball and he, he looked every bit his age. He did the sort of classic Harbour Bridge, dived over the top of it. Yeah, I, I saw that and I thought that was true because he's normally quite agile. I mean, he looked like I would look if I went on a, a two-year health kit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he looked a bit ordinary <laughs> diving over that ball. Yeah, it was a classic Sydney Harbour Bridge and, um, yeah, out of, out of character, I hope. Yeah, so that so that was the Sri Lankan innings. A, a competitive total, six for 157. And then in the early overs, Australia made hard work of it in the chase. They they never got um, got going. And after six overs, they were one for 33. Uh, I think Shana got Warner out first ball in the, the fifth over. And, yeah, I thought Aaron Finch, you know, laboured early and it kind of put pressure on all the other batsmen that came in. Yeah, I mean, Sri Lanka were unlucky that um, Fernando got injured. Um, Russell Arnold was making the point. That's the fourth fast bowler that's gone down injured for Sri Lanka since they've been out here. Uh, Kamara bowled fantastically well. And they really did put uh, a lot of pressure on the Australians. With Finch, look, there'll be some who'll say, well, um, in these sorts of totals, a few quick wickets, Australia could have collapsed. So he, he steadied the side. And he did have to face some very good bowling early on. I accept those two points to a degree, but you can't get 31 not out of 42 in a a T20 international in a, in an international where our big goal, apart from winning was to, as I said, at the start, restore some of the damage that was done to our net run rate. And we have done that um, to a degree. Our net run rate went from negative 4.45 uh, sorry, negative 4.450 to now negative 1.555. So there's an improvement there um, of what, uh, 2.895. So almost three we've wiped off the, the deficit. But what would have happened if it, I mean, how can you not have Tim David bat uh, when you are desperately trying to improve your, your net run rate? And I think that, I mean, if, if Finch had faced every ball, Australia would have scored 89 off their 20 overs. And <laughs> he, he just looked completely out of touch. Some of the balls that, yeah, they were good balls. No, they were um, moving back in and, and beating him off the, off the scene, but he was missing them by a considerable margin. He was really frustrated towards the end. He just couldn't seem to time the ball. And there was one strange moment right near the end where he whacked at one, got an inside edge down to, to fine leg and took a single. And I thought Adam Gilchrist got it right. And commentary said it was a very weird reaction because the crowd were kind of um, making noise. And he said, I'm not sure whether they're kind of, celebrating the fact that Stoinis is back on strike and the, and the way Stoinis was batting, why wouldn't they? But it also, it almost seemed like they were mocking Finch because he just couldn't seem to get one out of the middle. Now, um, realistically, he has to be dropped. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um, 
And look, he'll, he'll probably go and get score a century against England after I say this. But we've got uh, our next game is against England, isn't it, on a Friday night? Yes. We have to win that game. And I don't think there's anyone in their right, honest mind who would say that our chances of winning it are not increased by dropping Finch. It, it has to be done. And, I, I, you know, I'm not saying Finch should do it himself. It's not, not, not up for him to do that. He's a professional sport, um, sportsman. Do what you like. The selectors have to make the call and drop him. Yeah, that um, shot you mentioned towards the end, there, the body, body language seemed to suggest to me that Finch had given up the ghost almost like he was resigned to the fact that he just wasn't, you know, in good form anymore or, or something. It, did, it was just a very strange reaction. And, um, yeah, I'll be really curious how he reacts to this performance because he's been really good with the, the spin over the last couple of years, talking about footwork pack patterns and, and trigger movements, but I'm not sure you can turn this one around. Um, so three didn't score a boundary in the power play and in their chase, they were one for 38 after seven overs. And at that stage, I thought the game was on a real knife edge, Paul, but then Mitch Marsh, he didn't score many runs, but he scored a sort of quick 18, um, hit, a, I think a six and Finch then hit a six and then uh, Marsh got out and then Maxwell came in and hit a six pretty quickly. And, and that kind of just got the innings moving at the critical point, because if Australia had got stuck there with this with Hasaranga coming on, they would have been in real trouble. Yeah, you're right. And it looked from that point on as though Australia was going to cruise. And then come the 11th over, Finch played out a maiden. I mean, there was a wide in the midst of it, which was, I thought, it was a little bit unlucky to be called a wide, almost hit leg stump. So Finch in and around that six dot balls. I mean, when does that happen in the 11th over? Now, I should say, I'm not relishing saying this because I felt really sorry for him. I really like Finch. I say it all the time that um, he's been a, a fine player. He's still a good player. And I, I wish that he'd found form. But I just think when, when you're coming up to a match that will potentially define our World Cup, it's no good after the match if Finch performs in an, another subpar level and we lose to say, oh, well, now's the time to act. The time to act is now. Um, and that maiden that he played out. And then uh, Maxwell had a, a strange over where he got um, hit in the, in the throat. Um, and there was, I think we went 10 dot balls in a row with the wide in there as well. And all of a sudden, it was sort of game one again, as, as you said. And then shortly thereafter, Maxwell got out. And then Stoinis came in and just, uh, whoa, what an innings. I very rarely seen hitting like it. Yeah, so Stoinis came in 50 not out of 17 balls. And he just took over. I mean, it was a one-man show. He's, uh, you know, Finch finishing 31 not out of 42. Australia getting there in the 17th over. Um, so they, they did do something to the net run rate, as you mentioned. Uh, but you're right, that incident with Maxwell was scary because he, he actually got the ball in a similar spot to where Phil Hughes got it. And uh, it looked, it, it looked, it was really, it was a bad looking hit and they reacted as such. Yeah, I think it was a little bit more to the front. Um, but yes, it, it never looks good when you could tell straight away that it was um, more than just a, a minor blow and it was reassuring to see within a, a few moments that he was okay, although a little bit shaken up, but you know, that was, um, there was some real heat from some of those Sri Lankan bowlers. They, um, they, they play pretty well in patches The uh, ultimately it's a pretty co- comprehensive win by the Aussies, but um, Sri Lanka, as you said, there, there were times when it was starting to, uh, especially given that 
if Australia lost, then the chances of Australia making the semis were all but gone. Um, there were times when I think the pressure was starting to tell. And you could see the reaction of the players when Stoinis came out and just blew the game wide open. The relief from all the players um, watching um, Cummins and Maxwell and others, it was, it was, it was massive. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was, you know, Sri Lanka, good performance. You wouldn't say it was a totally convincing performance with Australia. The bowling didn't look 100% and certainly some issues still with the batting while Finch is up there. Uh, just a, a minor point, Paul, there wasn't a large crowd there in Perth. No, 25,000. It's a little bit disappointing, I would have thought. I mean, I don't want to be too critical because it's a Tuesday night and... There's no way that anyone outside of Perth really, I mean, there's Mandurah and a few other places, but it's not like there's a, there's many other places around Perth where people can comfortably move to the ground. So compare it to somewhere like England, where pretty much you, you, wherever it is in England, you, you're within driving distance of it realistically. And that's a 50 million people kind of catchment area. Perth population is what, two and a half million. And that's about all that could have gone. So um, in a smaller stadium, in you know, in the WACA, it would have looked heaving. It would have been sold out and they wouldn't have been able to fit everyone in. Uh, but, you know, it's a 60,000-seat stadium and they only didn't even get to half filling it. So that is a little bit disappointing, I think, for a World Cup. Yeah, I also think they could have somehow got it so Australia was playing in Perth on a weekend where they could have scheduled the match at a time favourable to the east coast of Australia. Um, just a minor point. Uh, so, look, Australia gets their first win. We should be happy. Uh, that leaves them um, with two points in the, their group, um, having played two games, and they play England on Friday. Um, Paul, um, a, another step in the T20 World Cup defence, and uh, I look forward to the next one. Yeah, last question for you. I said that Finch should be dropped. Do you think there's any chance he will be? I wouldn't be surprised if he's left out of the, the next side. I, I sensed a, a certain uh, air of almost um, surrender in that innings by the end. And, you know, when he – surely when you see one of your contemporaries come out and make it look like they're batting in a different planet and, uh, you know, no offence to Stoinis, but, you know, he's a very good player, but, you know, he just looks so much better than Finch. And I think that'll give him a bit of a wake up call and perhaps we'll see a complete rejig with Cameron Green coming in and someone else taking over the captaincy. It won't be David Warner, although he did seem to be running the show out there for a while, but uh, yeah, I, I can see it happening after tonight's innings. Yep. I think it should. And I'd be very sorry for Finch. It would be, would be sad for him, but it's professional sport. It's a big game. They've got to make the call. And maybe Kane Richardson will come in for Pat Cummins on Friday. Uh, maybe they'll look at that. Someone who can bowl the death overs um, a bit better because, you know, they didn't go well against New Zealand. They didn't go well against Sri Lanka tonight. And uh, England will make us pay. So perhaps Kane Richardson has play, played a lot of cricket at the MCG would be, you know, a handy bowler to bring in. I would agree with that, except the one thing I would say is that if the same MCG pitch is uh, a similar pitch is produced as to what we saw between India and Pakistan, that is the type of pitch where Pat Cummins would bowl, you know, should bowl pretty well. So maybe I'd persist with him um, you know, on that sort of pitch. All righty. Well, that's it from me, Paul, with our wrap of the Australia v Sri Lanka game. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Cricket Unfiltered podcast. 
Paul. We'll catch up again soon. Sounds good. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.